When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Melanie Pierce, and you're listening to Tobin Tonight. Thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast. Uh, I, I wanted to start off by saying more or less I've seen like, you know how Spotify and things work. Sometimes you see acts and they just come across your feed and then you're like, all right, Taylor Swift, that's enough of you for the fucking day. Like, I've seen 20 of yours. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, Bruno Mars, I'm like, all right, Bruno, you don't do interviews anyway, so why the fuck am I seeing an ad by you? And mm-hmm. then I was like, all right, we've got independent artists up in Canada that I'm like, I know or got to know. And I'm like, that's cool. And then when I seen yours, and this is why I want to do this intro in particular. Hi, my name is Brian. This is my podcast. This is day five of doing interviews. No, that's what caught my eye, was it was like, all right, I think it was day two or day three of music on social meds. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. that's, so I was wondering like how, I thought it was like through Spotify or something. I was no, like, I'm no. not sure like no, what, yeah. what you saw, but that's awesome yeah. that that yeah. is how you found me. Yeah. It was on Instagram and then you're scrolling. I don't know. I, I want to predict that it was probably like seven o'clock or so at night and you're just scrolling. And then next yeah. minute it was just like, you get ads and then I'm just like, okay. And the next minute it was just still like, I don't know. It's just the way that was presented. Because most times through Facebook, it'd be like, hey, do you like the 1975? I'm like, love the 1975. And I'm like, you'll love my band. I'm like, fuck you. Like, no, <laughs> I I won't. I just know I won't. Don't. I'm, I probably I'm, won't. Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 th- I'm 31. I'm setting my ways. Don't try to convince me otherwise. Right? right. But yours came across as more or less like, hey, this is Melanie. I'm a singer songwriter. It's like, and then like, and then I looked at it. I was like, okay, so this is day. I think it was like day three or day four and i was like okay let's see what day two and day one were and it was the same constant of like right in your face like hey this is my this is my guitar blah 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 and i was just like <laughs> i was like man i was like the first question i kind of want to ask you in that is like do you find at some point and it's not supposed not supposed to be mean because this is just fun conversation but when you first came up with that were you kind of like oh man is this going to come across as cringy because i'm sure at times when you're doing that you're like you don't really feel overly invested but we all know how marketing works where if i came across and like hey this is tobin this is my podcast or like why is he angry it's his show mm-hmm. so then i kind of have to amp it up as like hey this is tobin it's my podcast yeah. so when you came up with that were you kind of at first like ah or were you like this this is going to sell me no i was honestly like uh this uh, whatever i um, <laughs> i'm i'm really tired of like everybody is of social media like I'm, I'm i hate it and um don't like that you have to like you sort of are like you have to be on TikTok, you have to be on instagram you have to be doing these things if you want anybody to care and part of that's true you know sure like you have to be an active musician and like be doing things but that could be a whole number of things not just like posting on social media and so I was like all right I'm just gonna post for like a bunch of days in a row 
and see what happens because ultimately for me the goal is to get to a thousand followers on TikTok, which is not that many in, in the grand scheme of things. That way you can start to go live and actually like do little live shows, essentially like live stream shows on TikTok. So that was kind of like the aim that and that's the goal. Have not gotten there yet, but also haven't posted in a long time. Um, when I started doing that hey, this is Melanie, here's my guitars, this is Day, welcome to you know day seven yes. of music on social media. I was like, whatever, this is sticky enough that if people listen, if people see it, they'll be like, cool. And I just want to be like real and just want to be myself. And, and I'm awkward and like socially awkward. And I'm like, whatever, I'm just like, like this is the best I have right now. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of how that was born. And then I haven't, put anything out in a long time on TikTok, like a couple weeks now. And I actually, the last post I made was about that and was basically like, hey, like a wicked imposter syndrome, like most people do. Okay. And um, like, it gets so bad sometimes that I'm like, when that happens, I'm like, I don't even want to, like, I don't even want, I don't even want to practice. So like, I want to ask you, cause like, you know what I do find with social media and I do find when it comes to like being very genuine with social media, like people like, and we're in like a whole different aspect with social media today where people like genuine people like if you can make fun of yourself if you like you know like you know your your strengths but you're also like exposing maybe your weaknesses or things that you're like hey this is something that i'm not that great at but it makes you like in your own words there makes you kind of more human like Mm -hmm. again like i said is i came across the whole your intro and then day three day four but I did find it trading because like then, then that's how you hooked me in. But then I was like, all right, like let's actually go through some of the TikToks, some of the Instagram. And one of the ones that really caught my eye, and I'm like, you know what? Like she's self-aware, but I kind of think it's funny. It was I think it's like a really old one where it's like you're making fun of where you haven't posted in so much time. And then someone's like, well, you basically got to start all over again. And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. That's cool. Like whatever. And it's like you taking someone else's audio, but I'm like, that's kind of neat. Like, because I've seen TikToks where I'm just like, man. It's kind of cringy. You're just taking someone else's content and passing it off as your own. Mm -hmm. But I thought that one was kind of like, I don't know the basics of where the actual original content came, but I'm like, it's interesting because she's pretty much saying like, fuck, like I have to start over, but I know I have to start over and that's mm -hmm. totally fine. Where some artists is like, damn, I have to start over. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I mean, it's even, it's gotten to the point where people have actually recommended like, you should just make a new TikTok account or you should just make a new Instagram and start over. And I was like, oh, that. <laughs> I will not be doing that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's know. Hard. It's, like, it's either, you know, people get so caught up in like the streams and the views and the likes and all of that garbage. And it's like, I don't want to sit here and say like, it's either going to happen or it's not. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, but yeah. like, if I have to doctor something like like that seems like doctoring. Like if I gotta make another thing just to because maybe it'll get more views and hits, like then I'm either not that good of an artist, like to where my if my artistry is not standing out, I don't care. Like that I don't want it. You yeah, know, like okay. that's that's the thing. I wanna ask you, kind of getting into the music side, like tell me a little bit about like where your interest in music came from certain artists that you enjoy because i see that you did a cover of 1975 chocolate for one of your yeah. days and i see like it seems like you're a big paramore person so i mean like i feel like you're happy that paramore's back i am a big paramore person yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's not even a fan. It's like I am just like listen. There's a fandom, and then it's just like I am a Paramore person. I I Paramore. breathe them. I inhale them. Like anything Paramore, it's just all me, man. Yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan. I always have been uh, since the very since the dawn of that band. I have been a loyal follower. But um, since I was a little child is the answer. You know, I mean, my parents will tell me stories about like I used to just like scream like movie soundtracks that I knew so like The Lion King and uh like Little Mermaid and stuff like that they'll tell me stories of like I used to just like belt it from the back seat like in my car seat or whatever um and so I've always loved singing and then you know it, it evolved like as you as I grew singing was like a way I comforted myself when I was like lonely or I was super I've always been like um, an introvert and, you know, had a smaller group of friends and, you know, quality over quantity and that kind of thing. And, you know, it, it, anyway, singing was a way I like comforted myself. And then um, I have this theory that like, I guess not, I can't say everybody, but I think most people know like in their gut in like whether they're aware of it or not, um, know from a very young age, like what they want to do, like what they want their existence to be about. And I, there's plenty of stories, like not only myself of, of always being interested in music and always wanting to play instruments and sing and be in a band and do solo stuff and just write and perform. Uh, but also like my old, my next door neighbor that I grew up with um, as a kid, he like loved planes and loved like the idea of being a pilot and, that dream kind of like died and or faded rather as he grew up and now he's in his early 30s and he's a pilot and he's like really going for it and is like doing all of the, the the things that you have to do to become like a super successful pilot so um it's just so cool <laughs> i'm like I'm, i always get so like happy and proud when i when i see him doing stuff but anyway that that theory and um yeah so since i was a little kid i i kind of had the instinct of this one we'll be doing. Hello, I'm Wendy Mesley. There you are. A lot of people have wondered what happened to you. I could say the same about you, Maureen Holloway. Well, here we are, a few years after we left our previous jobs. We've been busy. We have a podcast. I know, you're thinking, who doesn't? But ours is really good. It's called Women of Ill Repute. We don't just talk to women, though. Just the most interesting people you'd ever want to meet. Artists, musicians, comedians, doctors. Activists, convicts, writers, sex workers. Drop some names. Jan Arden. Pamela Anderson, Bruce Coburn, Samantha Irby, Louise Penny, Marilyn Dennis, Colin Mockery. We laugh, we cry, sometimes we argue. Come and find us. Our website is womenofillrepute.com. Or try Apple, Spotify, and all the podcast places. So now you know what happened to us, Women of Ill Repute. Tell me a little bit about like your first guitar or the guitar you have now, like the importance of that. Because I know when I, at a young age, it was around Christmas time, actually. Like, I always liked broadcasting. I always liked the idea because, like, I had an older brother that would kind of annoyingly, we'd listen to Casey Kasem in the car. And okay. he would, like, instead of letting Casey talk, he would probably already heard it, like, earlier that day. So he recited it. And then he, and I'd be like, you know, you're a young age. You're like, wow. So you did this word for word? That's so cool. And then, like, years later, like, motherfucker, just let him talk. But I thought it was interesting. And then, one year I got this like DVD 
or like a, a DJ set. And it was just like, you find your radio, you put it on like a static dial, and then the thing connected where you can actually hear yourself through your own radio. You know, it's like very 90s to early 2000s based. You tell that the kids today, they're like, wow, what a loser. But I, I thought it was like super cool. And I remember going downstairs and telling my parents, I'm like, can you hear me on the radio? Not knowing that it's only my radio because it's only hooked up. <laughs> right. So okay, then they yeah. were they were just still like, oh yeah, you sound so good. And I was just like, oh. like your mouth drops. You're like, do I? Do I sound really good? And then you go back upstairs and practice. And they're probably like, great. We got rid of him for another three hours. He's busy. But like in my mind, I was sold. I was like, oh, it's like, this is something that clearly I sat down for like hours listening, like putting in my own Backstreet Boys CD and be like, okay, next stop, I want it that way. And then someone would walk in the room and be like, what are you doing? I'm like, can you hear me on the radio downstairs? Like, oh, right. I was supposed to pretend that I can. Like, totally. You sound so good. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I get it. Cause that's like my theory of, okay, that's how I kind of got into broadcasting. But like, that's my long-winded story. So feed me with yours. How did you like pick up your guitar? And like, what was maybe like the first song that you're like, hey, this is why I want to get this guitar for? Yeah. So I started, I started singing like with super, super young and, and would do that and would kind of like write songs with just melodies and lyrics yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, I begged my parents, I wanted an electric guitar so bad and I wanted to be like Avril Lavigne. And um, she was like, she was a huge like initial inspiration. And my parents were like, no, like you don't need an electric guitar. Or well, then my dad got me this acoustic guitar. I think the the place that he was working at at the time they had like a like a point system so he like had enough points to get this guitar online so it was like nice. a Yamaha that was probably like 200 bucks anyway and it was just an acoustic guitar and that was my first guitar that one is special just it's at my parents house still um that one's special just because it it was the first guitar I picked up I've actually not like taught other people but other people have picked up a, their first guitar in it being that one. You, you, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that like, that's cool too. But in terms of like first songs and stuff like that, I remember I got it and then I looked at it for like, like a year, maybe like I didn't even play it after I got it. And <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, I don't, I don't know. And I wasn't super encouraged um, growing up to like, practice and to play and that kind of a thing I think my parents wanted a very different uh future for me so I was not I was not heavily encouraged and so I really didn't pick it up and then but when I finally did I think I was like 14 and maybe 13 14 something like that and I initially like started playing Taylor Swift songs because she was brand new and uh had just started to play country music and so I was like all right cool I have an acoustic guitar country music yeah like I'm gonna I'm gonna play Dana Swift songs yeah that's kind of how that's how it started I kind of like imagine like I know today like if you're like talented like you know you can find an acoustic way to make any song like any pop song acoustic and I think that's really cool because it takes talent to do that but I can just imagine like coming home with like you know you're like sitting in your room waiting for this like electric guitar like i'm gonna be avril lavigne next minute the acoustic guitar rush like man i can't play skater boy on this he wants a skater. it'd be like more like an it'd have to be like an emo song where it's just like he wants a skater boy and you just be like man it's not the same not the same punk feel i can't smash this guitar it's like don't ever smash that guitar you're like well t nah, yeah i can't now it's acoustic <laughs> 
I remember like getting kind of interested in music myself. Like we all, I, my brother got a guitar one year for Christmas and he never played it. And then I kind of looked at it and I was just like, it's just sitting there, man. Like it wants to be played. Like, I don't know. It's like the, you know, it's like the friends thing where it's like this bike wants to be ridden. So it's like, you're taking away its soul. <laughs> yeah, so, you're making the bike sad. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then she's like, okay, Ross. And then like, she goes over and hugs it. That's how I felt. I was just like, Oh, poor guitar. You want to be played. So then I yeah. tried to learn it myself. Cause I had like a, its own book and I don't know. I just had like fat hands or maybe I was just like, all right. Like, cause I, I'm, I have Sturge Weber. So like my right side isn't as strong as my left. So then I was trying to figure out how the hell do I hold it? Do I go with this? And I was like, fuck it, whatever. And then we also had like uh, a piano in our house. So I was like, all right, I'll just take up piano. It's like, that could be simple. And I think, cause I was big into Chris Brown. I tried to learn forever on piano and I started to get used to like the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then I just fucking gave up. Cause I was just like, because so, when I was like, I, I think I had a few friends that were in piano, like, man, you got to be like super specific with your fingers. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this. I'm just like, I'll just stick to being a fake radio guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear me on my own radio if you want. In the <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I perform every night. Yeah, I perform, perform every night. You just got to come in my room and turn on the dial to like this 93.7. They're like, so can I hear it outside? No, you got to come in my room. They're like, I think this is just you trying to get girls in your room. Like, no. <laughs> I like I invite everyone over to listen to me. Come on. (laughs) That is super, super interesting that you so you said your brother had the guitar and then you started playing piano. Yeah, yeah. It was just like it I it wasn't very long. It was just like we he had the guitar and I think they were just it was just downstairs gaining dust. And I was like, all right. So I started putting that in my room as just kind of display piece. Cause like I was just like, oh, it looks like a nice guitar to look at. And if someone came in, like I again. I don't have a lot of friends so it wasn't like people were coming over and be like tobin play it i was just like it's there if someone comes over and wants to play it, great but yeah. it was just kind of like a conversation piece i guess a bad one at that because then they'd be like play it and i'd be like oh man but then i was like man i got oh. yeah, it's like yeah i kind of have to and then when i learned tried i was like all right fuck that uh and then i just I was like, oh, piano might be just as easy because I knew friends that played it. So then I was like, maybe they could teach me or at least, you know, try. And then that didn't work so successfully. And then I was just like, all right, screw it. Like, I'm not going to be the music guy. At best, I'll just be like the comedian that uses music in some capacity. Where it's like the Phoebe approach where it's like, I can play Smelly Cat really bad. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know. And then they're like, yeah, it's like, you want want to hear me play guitar really bad, but I'll make jokes while I'm doing it. So then it's like the whole irony is, oh, he knows he's bad at playing the guitar, right? Yeah, but he's so good at telling jokes. Right. That's, that's his, that's his stick, right? And it's like, (laughs) I hope so. It's like, I hope he's not actually trying up there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then someone will yell out, that's that kid who plays radio in his own room. And I'll be like, oh. I guess a little bit of the fun aspect here is like, I know you do your own cover or like, I know you had covers as well and you got your own music. Like, tell me a little bit about your writing process with that. Cause I know it, again, I found it interesting and some people would be like, how do you find it interesting? I just do. Because again, when it comes back to the social media side of, yeah, you kind of get exposure from doing people's covers because they know what that song sounds like. Like yeah. I know what chocolate sounds like from 1975. So therefore I, have something to compare it to when I listen to you sing it. I'm like, all right, either good or hey, what the fuck? But you know, like when you come out with your own, you it's kind of like people either like it 
or they're kind of like, okay, don't dig it. Like, I think you did one for like day seven or day eight, where it was like, oh, this is my own original illusions. And I was like, oh, okay, this is something different that I can kind of like seize and be like, okay, do I like the song? Do I not like it? I get to kind of judge. But tell me a little bit about that, because I feel like coming up with your own music can be both great and also can be a little bit of a pain in the ass because there there's going to be people on social media like I don't get it. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't really deal a whole lot with like that side of it that where people are like I don't get it I don't like it. <laughs> and, you know you lucky people, you're lucky yeah well most people are you know are respectful um, but I get that a lot of people aren't um, and um, you know I love writing music i write a lot i mean most everything everything is uh infused with like some sort of personal experience that's really where i write from so like there will be periods of time where i haven't written in a, in a minute um and you know just like out actually living life and uh gathering those experiences and then like i process things and um have always been like super emotional and you know, I'll, I'll process things and, and more often than not, they end up in songs or some aspect of, of the situation will end up in a song. So, uh, I want to ask you to kind of like a bit of a fun aspect here is like, what do you, what do you see yourself or the goals that you have for like 2023? Um, you know, like I, I, cause I seen that you were getting ready to do, I think it's like February. I seen like there was an open mic or like a show that you're on a billboard for already. Like I seen the poster for. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so like I know that you're still doing kind of shows or getting gigs, but like is there kind of like a goal for at the end of 2023 you're going to be like if I don't at least achieve this or succeed that or at least make this that it's not necessarily a failure, but it's just a nice thing to have, you know, in your resume rather than like grind it out. <laughs> right. Another year down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so the big thing for me is I'm not, I used to be like, I don't know, you, you, you grow and learn different things and evolve, right? Like that's, that's what's supposed to happen. It's like, you're supposed to evolve, you're supposed to kind of change. Um, and you know, things like that. And I, I, I'm less about putting some sort of like, I have to do this by this time or I'm done. I'm not into that. Um, you know, because I, I want like, the 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 true like the real the real life just human experience of like things change and like the best laid plans are not going to go that way so it rather than again have this like i have to do this this and this or or what or i'm pissed like it's uh it's or i'm a failure or whatever um for me it's play more shows and that's not going to be hard to beat my record for 2022 play more shows and um and there are new there's new music coming everybody's way and i've been working very hard on that and so hopefully we'll be wrapping that up like in the beginning of 2023 and then we'll look at releasing it in like later in the year so i don't know exactly when yet uh we're still figuring all that out but there's a lot of new music coming and super excited about that so releasing the new music and playing more shows Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. 
4Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at 4Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Uh, I want to ask you in a, b- a bit of a fun aspect here. Like We kind of like to close out certain episodes we're playing a game of random questions. Okay. It's it's pretty like it's computer generated. I lose the podcast. People love it because then I fuck off and they're like, oh, cool. He's done. I'm just going to let it generate here. So the first random question they have is, oh, this one's not bad. What's an artist that you would not ever want to go see? Kanye West. Kanye. Okay. That's, that's fair. I would have probably went with like just... I know it's a Canadian reference and people are going to be like, okay, bandwagon, but I don't know, Nickelback for me. Okay. Like I, if someone had concerts or like tickets to it and they're like, we're going to see Nickelback. I'm like, no, man, I can tell you all their songs right here, right now. They'll be like, they'll be like, I know, but there's a lot of people out there probably be like, well, I don't want to go see Cardi B or whatever. I'm like, me neither, man. I'm with you. Like there's a lot of ones that I want to see. Uh, Do you remember? Okay. This random question has, uh, what is your biggest fear? Fear, the fear of being forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you mine. Mine is, and it's not like deep because I know people will be like, oh, like the fear of, uh, it's like the fear of no one being loved or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, fuck off. It's like, just have a, a re- legitimate fear. Mine is, I don't know necessarily. I think it's more or less, I know people will say it's the fear of falling. Nah, it's the fear of heights. I don't like heights. Okay. I feel like I've, I've gone off like a high dive in a swimming pool and looked down and I jumped because, you know, I'm 12 and it's my birthday and I'm a pussy if I don't. So, so people yelling, like, just do it. I'm like, okay, awesome. But I can, like, I think it's like when people are like, no, you have a fear of falling. I'm like, no, I'm standing on the top of things and I'm scared. Like if someone pushes me over, then that's the fear of heights and falling. Right now, I just have a fear of being on the top of how did I get here and why. Yeah, yeah. I am terrified of, and this is going to sound crazy, super deep, like I said, uh, putting myself out there and becoming, like, becoming successful, like getting, getting okay. exactly what I have always wanted, always thought I wanted, and it not, and it not making me happy. Okay. No, I, that's, I, feel I think that's, that's like, that is a super, like, I'm still unpacking that. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's a no, really big deal. I, that, is, that is deep. But I, I feel like, you know what, if people were honest, there's probably a lot of people that would say, you know, I want this, I want to do this, but I'm also f- afraid that if I do it, mm-hmm. it's not going to be what I expected it to be. That's right. how I, you know what, in, in saying that, that's kind of how I felt with broadcasting. Because I felt like if I went to actually work in a network, I'm like, man, I'm going to have it made. People are going to know me everywhere I go. People are going to be like, man, I love you on the news, blah, blah, blah. And then there's a part of me that's like now, like 10 years after the fact of kind of doing this. I'm like, it is kind of nice to kind of be like just yourself, 
yes, people know you, but not to the extent where if I go out in public, they're like, oh my God, he's out in public, swamp him. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just kind of trying to walk my dog. Mm-hmm. Right? Some young kid comes up, like, can I have your autograph? I'm like, <laughs> just spit on a piece of paper. Like, there, spread that around. I'm an asshole, and therefore no one will come and visit me ever. <laughs> uh, the next random one they have here. Um, oh, oh, this was the two of the season, I guess. I guess because it's kind of Christmas related anyway. Um, what is your most favorite gift that you ever received? The piano that I bought myself um, for Valentine's Day in 2018. Oh, that sounds like, I mean, that kind of sounds sad. Oh, excuse me, 2019. Okay. 2019? Yeah, because that's what, that's what people are really concerned of, the year that you bought it. No, <laughs> Hold on now. It doesn't make sense. In 2018, I knew this girl. She could not afford that piano. But so 2019, she could. It was, it was 2018. Yes, it was. Yeah. Final answer. <laughs> it, was, it was 2018. No, I mean, that's a late Christmas gift. It was a Valentine's Day gift. Um, okay. Yeah, I got, I got it for myself. And that's actually what I wrote Illusions on. Oh, okay. There you go. A little bit, yeah. of, little bit of sneak peek or some info there. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I feel like for mine, it would just probably be like a PlayStation system. And it wasn't even mine. It was my brother's. <laughs> he's like 10 years older. He's like, do you want to play NHL with me? I'm like, yeah. Like, ask no more. Spending quality time with my 10-year-old brother. Sweet. And then get your ass kicked. And you're like, okay. But I get to play this more, right? So I can practice. And he'd be like, whatever. And I'd be like, cool. So, yeah. That's sad. I'm sure there's people out there like, wow, you're greedy. You took your brother's gift. I'm like, man, I was old enough that I wanted one too, but young enough that they didn't want to give me one. So. You know, it is what it is. But, uh, all right, so let's see what this one says. Um, oh, okay. What's your favorite fast food place and why? Taco Bell. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because, don't judge me. Because, um, uh, because I don't really, for some, for whatever reason, like, it's like a once a year thing now um, that I'm just like, I, I got to Anchoring. <laughs> okay. Like, only Taco Bell will satisfy it. Nice. Okay. And you know what else, though? It's like a kudos to Taco Bell <laughs> because you can Taco make, Bell. you can make, it's easy to make like a uh, Crunchwrap Supreme vegetarian. Like, you can do beans instead of beef. And, like, yeah. there you go. Um, not that I am fully vegetarian. I've teetered a lot. I was for for several years, and um, now I'm a little and more lax about it. Uh, but you know, I'm just just not super strict. But I do prefer a vegetarian diet. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's that's why. All right, fair fair enough. Like the reason that I said Taco Bell is because just because like up here I don't see a lot of Taco Bell commercials. I don't think we even have one in Newfoundland. Okay. Um, we're only getting a Pizza Hut back. We used to have a Pizza Hut like ten years ago. And that's my choice. I love Pizza Hut. So, like, when my brother actually visits for Christmas from Ottawa to come to Newfoundland, I'm like, uh, he's like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, I know this is going to sound super sad, but can you just bring home some Pizza Hut? <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, man, that's a terrible idea. But he's like, I'll do it. And I'm just like, yes, that's my Christmas wish. Nice. Just bring, just give me Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut's like my favorite type of pizza, especially stuffed crust. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so this, uh, we'll go with three more randoms one here. Uh, the next random one, what is a place that you haven't visited, but you'd like to? 
Oh, there's tons. Um, <laughs> I guess, I guess Australia. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And, and why Australia? Uh, gorgeous and um, far, like far enough away that like, I may not get there. <laughs> I, may, I may not get there. Like I'm, I'm more confident that I'll get to England, that yeah. I'll get to Italy. Um, I'm, I'm way more, you know, way, I'm leaving out a ton of places, but yeah, I'm, I'm less confident that I'll actually get to like Australia and New Zealand. Wow. Okay. Wow. You're making me think. Cause I, I, I you know what? It's, it's funny. Cause like in my world, it's like, okay, I've been to Canada, I've been to the States. I'm good. If I go to see England or something, that's great. But like, you gotta imagine, like, it's kind of weird to think that there have been people out there that lived and never seen like, you know, certain parts of the world. You only see it through, you know, the news or now we see it through like social media, but it's interesting. I, I feel like mine, I'd like to go to England, but yeah. at the same time, I'm the type of person that doesn't like to travel. It's like when my parents are like, we're going to make a trip down to Florida. Do you want to come? I'm like, fuck that. They're like, but you like Typhoon Lagoon and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's true. And then they're like, but you like New York city. You want to go see SNL? I'm like, I do, but do I got to travel? And they're like, yeah. yeah, that's how this works. I'm like, oh, what about travel you not like? I don't know. I, I see to me, it's kind of like my mindset towards it is I, I can get a plane from Newfoundland to Nova Scotia. It's about an hour and a half. And then another one that's an hour and a half to Ottawa. I don't really mind that as much. It's just that I don't like being either in an air and feeling compact on a plane. Like, cause I feel like, oh, we're flying and there's like 20 seats or whatever. And we're like, I can't go anywhere. I have to stay here. Um, and even like, I can distract myself with music and stuff, but I still kind of get that mindset where I'm like, holy fuck. Like I can't phone anybody up here. I'm literally up here for an hour and a half trying to keep myself entertained. Mm-hmm. And then a train, I don't mind as much because I feel like a train, you can actually see the level fields, houses. You're on land. Yeah. And. <laughs> But there's still there's still a part of me that, you know, when I was at a university, there was a kid in my class. I didn't know him that well, but we had a, um, I think, a train and a bus collided, and um, he ended up passing away. And like oh, that wow. to me, like now he's not again, he's not very close, but he was just a classmate. But it's just weird for like one day you know him in your class, and he's like twenty odd, same that you were. And he's not there the next day, and I was like all the dude was doing was going to school and going home and then boom done so i'm just like there's a part of me that's like i don't want to be boom and done i kind of just want to be get me to where i'm going without the boom yeah so scary yeah but like i i like how some people's mindsets which i love this someone at my workplace a few years ago her daughter was scared that it was like shortly after like 9 11 and they were making a trip and um she said, well, why are you concerned? And it's like the worst kind of parenting, but I thought it was funny where she's just like, we're all going together in a plane. So if we crash, big whoopee, we all go together. I'm just like, oh, that's great. That's lovely. Your daughter's like really concerned about flying and your basically approaches. Who gives a shit? If we go down, we're going down together. I'm like, you sing that in songs. You don't say that in person. Yeah, it's like a chain smoker. If we go down, we go down together. It's like, okay, chain smokers. Like, I love that you're bringing it to me in an upbeat format, but in real person, real life, no, we don't. I don't think they meant it literally. No, no, exactly. <laughs> if it's in real person, chain smokers, you're going down by yourself. I'm running. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so we got two more. The second last one they have. Um, oh, yeah, this one's not bad. Uh, other than, because I'm going to kind of reword it, but it's like, other than music, what's another like passion that you have that you think if it wasn't music, you would have went after? Um, design. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really love, really love anything design, like all forms. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see with the last one here. Um, just waiting for it to kind of populate. Oh, I don't like that one. All right. We'll go with this one then. Uh, if you could find yourself on any TV show, <laughs> what TV show would you be? And like, what kind of character would you play? Oh, man. Um, really uh, it's like, a tricky one it's a tricky because you got like you, you kind of got to think of what tv show and then what character because you don't want to replace a character that's already there or be like one that's just a season in and then be like oh yeah we already have that character yeah i mean you know how so you know how like i'll use the show friends as an example love friends will, yeah will use like um other celebrities to do like a cameo for like an yeah. episode or two or what have you. I think I would be like more into that kind of a thing, like playing myself um, in as in like a cameo sort of okay. way. I'm I'm really not a huge TV person. I guess other here's 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 actually here's what here's my answer is <laughs> that's that's one thing that I would like totally be yeah yeah I think that'd be so cool. But also a show like. Um, um, like The Witcher or something like that, where there's a lot of uh, like you're you're playing a fictional character, yeah. and the like I really want to be on like a set like that to see like the set design and like to see like the full like body makeup that you have to like you do to like get into character. Like I, I, I would love to do something like that. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I. I I think what I would do, like I, I, I like Friends, I like Boy Meets World. I, when I was smaller, I actually wanted to change my last name to Matthews because I wanted to be part of like the Matthews family. I was like, man, it's like I want to be Corey's brother. Uh, but for me, I think if I had to create like my own show or like whatever your own character, I'd want it to be like a PR show, like like a, a comedy style, like the like The Office, but instead of focusing on like an office environment your public relations people and like you're trying to help people like spin like they're in shitty situations and you're trying to like be the good PR person that like because I think that would be like a funny show to do where it's like some like every week someone comes in or yeah like like uh Mariah Carey got herself in shit again we got to kind of help her out and then you're like oh fuck what'd she do this time and then like the idea is like you're the the guy that's supposed to be a genius but you're also an asshole because you don't like celebrities so it's almost like I'll help you but I don't want to help you I kind of want to see you suffer. Yeah, that's a that's a there's there's a there's a there's a premise there. I can see that. Yeah, it's almost like you know, in the bottom of your heart, you're a good guy, but at the same point, you're like, we're kind of giving them by being the PR people and spinning their bad thing in a positive way. Are we really helping them? It's like no, and this guy sees through that, so he's kind of like, I'll help you because I got a I got a heart, but at the same point is like I kind of want to make you suffer along the way, so like you realize. 
okay, I don't want to fucking do this again because I don't want to deal with him. So what I'm hearing is that you want to write a show. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that that's ideally, I did that as a project one year for school, but, and the guy, because the idea was, again, it's such a Canadian thing to do, but in a Canadian studies class for the final project of the year, they're like, oh yeah, come up with like your own Canadian identity because we don't have a fucking Canadian identity. I'm like, have you not gone elsewhere? People love us. We're polite. That's our identity. Case closed. Why are we so like, you know, we're like little kids. We're like, oh my God, I need something. It's like, no, you know what we are. Shut up. But he asked us like, you can come up with a Canadian superhero. And I was like, fuck that. I don't want to do that. So I went to the teacher. I was like, can I just come up with my own TV show? And he's like, sure. He's like, but I'm going to have to grade you a little bit differently than everyone else. I was just like, all right, cool. Because at least I'm passionate about a TV show rather than you telling me to make a superhero. I just come in and be a ripoff of like Superman. I'd be like, instead of blue and red, it's red and white. He'd be like, it looks like Superman. I'd be like, just give me a fucking D. <laughs> give me a D and like, get it over with. Um, all right, so that's enough of the random questions. Uh, Melanie, I enjoyed having you. I thought it was a little bit of, well, a lot of fun and a little bit of chaos, but that's, that's usually how these things go. Um, was there anything else that you kind of wanted to add in or plug or, you know, have a conversation with? Um, and I know, I think the, I think the big thing was, uh, just like getting out there and letting people know that there is new music coming and I'm so excited about it. That's kind of where all my focus has been lately. So, um yeah i've been in the studio working with crazy talented musicians and a producer that's great and um i'm really excited about it awesome yeah well hopefully that uh, you know what it'd be i'm gonna put it on paper now i think what we should do is at the end of 2023 revisit and see how things go it'd be funny if you come out in 2023 at the end and be like all right, so I did five more shows. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck happened? I was like, we had all these things planned. And you'd be like, yeah, well, life. And I have other interests. I'd be like, good for you. You are a go-getter. You know, sometimes those things come up. Sometimes yeah. that happens. Yeah, it, it's fine. Like, I, I mean, there's a, there'll be a part of me that's like, what the fuck? But then you'd be like, but I'm so much happier. And then you'll post that you're happy on social media. And I'd be like, fuck her. I got to outdo her happiness now because right. I can't look at her highlight reel. <laughs> Oh, it stresses me out. Yeah, yeah. It stresses him. It stresses him. That's how we're going to end this. Very stressful. Yeah. Everyone yell. Everyone Great. Yell. Great. I'm really glad for that. That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Remember, you can find past, present, and future episodes on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob saying thank you for listening and good night. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster. And not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. 
Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.